What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to Fitness Disrupted, a production of iHeartRadio. I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted. Now, there are a bunch of different types of shows I do here on Fitness Disrupted, all with the same goal of helping you have your best life, but have to mix it up. And part of the mixing it up is the inspirational and the educational, right? So there's the science and I love doing those shows, but I also love doing the shows like today. Today is one of those shows that hopefully will inspire, especially you busy women, kids and work and and just so much going on. You go, how am I going to do this fitness thing? How am I going to stay healthy? How am I going to set goals for myself? And that's what today's about. Dr. Jennifer Stewart is going to be my guest right here live in the studio, which is so exciting. Let me give you her quick bio, all right? Dr. Jen Stewart-Ellison is a practicing optometrist and partner at a multi-doctor practice in Norwalk, Connecticut. She is also the chief vision officer and co-founder of Performance 2020, a sports and performance vision training facility in Stamford, Connecticut. So cool. She has worked with athletes from the NFL, NHL, NBA, Olympic track and field team, as well as professional athletes in squash, figure skating, and lacrosse. She has been a contributor to many national journals and travels as a consultant and speaker in the field of optometry. Her work on sports vision has been featured in many journals, podcasts, and on XM Radio. She's a former Division I track and field athlete and currently holds two school records at Marist College in indoor shot put and outdoor triple jump. She continues to train and compete and has completed two half Ironmans, a marathon, numerous trail races, road races, open water swim races, and sprint triathlons. She is the 2019 New England Cycling Time Trial Champion in her age group, and she lives in Connecticut with her husband, who is, I know him as well, he's an elite triathlete, their two young boys, and their rescue dog. All right, holy cow, right? Incredible. And I love doing these shows, similar to the David Garcia show, if you haven't listened to that podcast and I always hate saying the term real people, quote unquote real people, but I don't know any other way to put it. And real people have done really amazing things. And David Garcia lost 160 pounds, has kept it off for a decade and just is amazing. And, and you know, the tips and the ways he did it, everything that Fitness Disrupted is about, excessive moderation. And the same thing with Dr. Stewart, okay? She is incredible at just doing a lot of things. And... 
I want you to Google her, go to her Instagram page and stuff. She'll give that out because she doesn't look like you would think. And you go, what does that mean? It's just, trust me, you know, she's someone who waits to hear the sports she did and she just doesn't look like that type. And I know those are stereotypes, but that's what I'm talking about. She, you know, is going to talk about most likely uh, Olympic weightlifting and things like that. And they're generally body types that go for that. She doesn't look it. And it's just my point is that she goes outside her comfort zone and she does it in a healthy way. And it's just amazing what you can do if you put your mind to it. I read that she was the uh, time trial champion or is the time trial champion. She's going to tell you a story. She did that kind of on a whim. So I don't want to continue on. I want to bring her in. When we come back from the break, again, this is someone who hopefully will inspire you. And I'm going to have a bunch of people on the show like this. You know, we have the nutritionists and the doctors and the sports psychologists and all those kind of things. And it's super important. And then we have people like, you know, Dr. Jennifer Stewart, who will be here to give you her story. And different stories, different people resonate in different ways. And some of you are going to say, wow, you know, and hopefully it inspires you to get outside your comfort zone. And that's pretty much why I want her on here to show you two things that, yes, we're all busy. And yes, if you follow the excessive moderation mantra and way of life, you can do it. It's not hard. It's challenging, but you can do it. And then I want her to teach you and show you that getting outside the comfort zone is it, it's, it's a good thing. And that's where change happens. And playing it safe, that's not where true living lies. So enough. When we come back from the break, Dr. Jen Stewart Ellison. We'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. And we are back. I am so excited. By the way, this is the first show in my new studio. So I've done it from the iHeartRadio studios. I've done remote interviews. But I have someone who's local and awesome, and she is here in the studio. So could not be more excited. I gave you her bio already, and we're going to talk all about this. And this is what Fitness Disrupted is about. I want to have on 
a little of everything. And and she's here to inspire you. She's here for you moms out there, for you busy moms who are doing it all. This is another person who is doing it all. And just to show you that you can do it, that yes, we're all busy. And yes, it's not, I, I don't like the word hard. I say challenging, right? So I mean, she does. I don't know. I don't know how you do it all. So, <laughs> uh, do you, is it Jen or Jennifer? Which do you prefer? Either one's yeah? fine. Okay. Either one. Uh, Doctor Jennifer Stewart. Now, amazing. She is now my doctor, <laughs> my eye doctor. <laughs> I needed one. That is my weakness. The eyes are, uh, you know, my trouble spot. And she's awesome. So I found her. She's an athlete. She's a mom. She has uh, her, uh, you know, eye doctor practice. What are you? Opto- what's optometrist? The optometrist. <laughs> <laughs> doctor. Do you know my, actually, Lef, have you, my eye doctor growing up was literally named Dr. Doctor. Oh my gosh. The last name was Doctor <laughs> out of Westport. So, but she, she is a, she's a triathlete. We're going to talk about all this. She was a division one collegiate athlete and she's just, she's doing it all. And it's just, again, to show you and inspire you because different people will inspire in different ways. Jenna had on a guy who lost 160 pounds, David Garcia, and he has kept it off for 10 years. Amazing. Wow. Right. And he did that one way. Right. And so, Dr. Stewart's here. She's going to talk about her collegiate sports and what she does today because she's got two young kids. She's got two businesses. She's doing triathlons. She's getting up early and you don't have to do everything she does, but you're going to learn from her and learn different ways to do it because there is no one way to do it. So let's start like way back. What were the sports you were playing growing up? You were an athlete, obviously, for you know, Forever. Yeah. So I started running at age seven in our local town track and field events. We had, you know, the 100-yard dash. We had long jump. So I started running track that early. I had horses growing up, so I started riding at age four. And I competed all through high school in barrel racing, pole bending, show jumping. Wait, wait, what's what's barrel? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound like anything to do with horses. So it is. So rodeo riding. So Stop. I know. You didn't know that one. So rodeo events. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you grow up again? I grew up in the Hudson Valley. So oh, I'm right. from New Paltz, New York. Yeah. So I also did show jumping, team penning with cattle. So I grew up with two horses and riding pretty much every day of my life. What is what is team penning? Team penning is moving cows into a pen. <laughs> <laughs> and that's an event? It is an event. <laughs> it's a Yes, that was how we stayed uh, active in the winter. So. <laughs> Okay, I did not know yes. that. I thought I knew just about everything. I mean, still getting to know Dr. Stewart, but this is that amazing. And wait, back up now. Back up. <laughs> what was the barrel and then the... so Barrel racing and yeah. pole bending. What's so that? They're timed events in Western horseback riding and showing. So they're all timed. What do you do? So you run uh, around barrels, you run around poles, and uh, you have to Google it and look on YouTube. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's our homework, awesome. everybody. Yes, homework is to look that up. So is it just it's, it's riding the horse around? Yes. Those things, okay. Timed events cool. as fast as you cool, can cool, go. Cool. So I did that. I played field hockey for eight years. I was a varsity field hockey player for four years. I also did gymnastics for 13 years, and I ran track my whole life. So I would, I, in high school, I did triple jump, long jump, shot put, hurdles, and pentathlon. <laughs> <laughs> no, athletic family, parents? like No, I don't really? know where I came from, no. No, yeah, I just am an anomaly. So I just kind of took to it very early on, and yeah. I'm competitive by nature, very hardworking, goal-setting, right. and, right. and just really love being active and continue to love being active and just always was happiest when I was outside and working hard. Yeah, brothers and sisters doing that too? Only child. Come so. on! <laughs> Only child. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. So just it, talk about nature nurture. This yeah. is like all it's just nature. <laughs> me. It's me and just you know I think I just really thrive on competition and thrive yeah. on on working hard and I also in high school was a power lifter. So I did powerlifting uh, my junior and senior year of high school. So I competed at that as well. Oh, see, now <laughs> this is a podcast, so yeah. you can't see, but I, I, <laughs> go to my Instagram page. You will see, uh, you know, a picture of Dr. Stewart. She's not your typical, <laughs> and that's what I love. And I want to talk about that too. We'll talk about, you know, the women in the fear of bulk and lifting weights. I actually, in full disclosure too, I know Dr. Stewart's husband, who is a phenomenal triathlete. So like, uh, I, I'm frustrated because, because <laughs> he's he's skinny strong. He's yes. like he's one of these guys. And so we actually are at the same gym. And when my kids are practicing hockey, I've talked about this on the podcast. That's when I go to the gym. I'm doing a lot of the workouts at home. But what I love, one of the things I love about her husband is 
he is lifting heavy, heavier weights than I am. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a hard gainer. So, but he's a phenomenal athlete, triathlete at both distances, which is so rare, like short course, long course. But he's lifting weights and showing, you know, it's a topic for a whole nother show. Yeah. And I'll have him in to talk about it because, you know, should triathletes lift weights? Should runners lift weights? And again, Dr. Stewart is not your typical, you know, the, the person you see with the CrossFit body. Uh, you're tall, first I'm of tall. all. And that's not really great for powerlifting, right? right? The levers are, are too long. Right. That's harder. You know, generally the, the people who squat a lot of weight or bench press are my height. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so, t- so you were doing all that. Wait, powerlifting in high school? Yep. So I started powerlifting my junior year to get stronger for track. So I was primarily field events. I was mostly triple jump, long jump, and shot put. So wow. my physics teacher in high school was also the football coach. And he said, you know, if you want to get stronger and fitter, we need to get you in the weight room. And I had lifted a little bit in high school in gym class, but right. never really right. learned proper mechanics or proper yeah. form. So I spent a lot of time lifting with him and the football team, learning proper form for squat, deadlift, and bench press. But I was tall, so and I was I'm, I'm not a small person. You know, I'm tall and strong, so yeah. I, I was in kind of one of the middle weight classes. So I lifted against some of the the strongest boys that were out there, also in football. So. I competed in um, one of our large weightlifting competitions. I was the only female. And, wait, wait a minute. Yeah. That's, that yeah. was my next question. <laughs> yeah. so, this yeah. was not the female only? No, was- no, there were no females. I was the only female with, I think, at, I was in high school. I think there were 400 boys and me. So. <laughs> <laughs> and that it was what, <laughs> the fact that you're doing that. So, you know, going outside your comfort zone, taking those risks. I used to love when I was a trainer in New York City, you know, generally you have like, you know, the, the free weight area and then the machines and it's, it's changed now, yes. but back then, especially the women were not going in the free no. weight areas. So one of my favorite things was to get that woman, not only strong physically, but mentally to say, and to think and know that she could go in that area whenever she wanted, do the exercises with the right form. And I used to say to them after we learned the right proper form for everything, I'd say, you know, if a guy ever comes up to you and tries to correct your form, <laughs> he's hitting on you because yes. <laughs> you're doing Absolutely. it perfectly. <laughs> I always was very proud that I learned early on to lift with proper form, and that helped me in college running Division One track. We had a, a great lifting program as well. And, you know, my first couple weeks of school, I, you know, I introduced myself to our, our lifting coach and said, you know, I want to be down here on the floor, not up exactly, not up, you know, with the with the machines. Like, I can yeah. do this. and. Yeah teach me to be stronger and fitter. And now that I'm competing against Division One athletes, I really have to work hard. So right. I lifted, again, with all the men and really learned a lot more there and just continued to learn and get stronger. Where So where did the confidence come from? <laughs> we got- I don't know. You know. I just think it's so much fun and it's so motivating to see how much you can do and to really take yeah. a challenge on and say, you know, I don't think there's any way I can lift that. And I still do that. You know, I continue to lift and I have a great trainer that I work out with here in Westport, Matt McDonald, who also went to Marist. I work out with him at M train in Westport and, you know, he continues to challenge me and some of the things that he has me do there. I think there's no way I can do it, but yeah. you know, I'm almost 40 and it's amazing yeah. to, to keep improving. I think I'm in the best shape I've ever been in the strongest and fittest and leanest that I've ever been in my whole life. And, you know, and I've been an athlete my whole life. So to get here and to continue to improve has just been amazing. And that's incredible. And that's, again, the fact that as we get older, you know, you can be fitter. And so many people, because we're not doing it in our 20s. No. Most people, you were, yeah. uh, you know, but, uh, <laughs> you know, that's an amazing and, and, you know, hopeful thing for people is they're like, especially the people I love, you know, Jen, who like haven't done anything yeah. and they're like 50. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Like you can literally change your life. Absolutely. In a week, like feeling strong. Now I have to say, I, <laughs> I'm super scared of the heavy weights. <laughs> so for those I who love listening, it. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I'm scared. You know, she's much tougher than I am <laughs> when it comes to the weight room. But that's the thing, everybody. There's you're going to find what you like, right. right? And so when people say to me they don't like exercise, I'm like, you just haven't found right. what you like to do. Absolutely. Because it feels good. Right. Now, lifting super heavy weights to me, that doesn't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, doing, you know, really hard sprints, not good. But I do both because I know that it's good for me, Absolutely. right? But you're going to find your thing. And, and that's another reason I wanted uh, Dr. Stewart on the show is to tell you that your thing it can be so many. I mean, who would have thought riding horses to powerlifting right. again? You got to take a look. Like you know, stereotypes exist for a reason. Right. She not that. <laughs> you're not that person. And I keep you know. And then 
I mean, in high school and, and college, I think the farthest I ever ran was probably an 800. And, you know, for me now, I've done a marathon. I've done two half Ironmans. Um, I've done a number of trail races, probably 12 half marathons. So, you know, I feel like I'm constantly reinventing myself and figuring out what's next and what can I do? And then saying, no, I'm going to figure out a way to do that. And you know, when I moved here in 2008 to join my current practice, I watched some friends do a sprint triathlon and said, you know, I think that's going to be my next goal. I've never ridden, I mean, I've ridden a bike, but I've never ridden a road bike. I don't know that I could run three miles, but I think I can somehow. And I think I know how to swim, but I've never really swam a lap in a pool. So I sure enough went and signed up for the race the next year and figured out a way to get out there and was scared to death. (laughs) Joined a local triathlon club and, you know, took some swim lessons, got a road bike, figured out how to shift gears and kind of figure out how to stay upright and just push myself to run farther than I've ever run. And that was in 2009 was my first triathlon. And 10 years later, 11 years later, still out there and couldn't imagine, you know, the first race that I did, I thought I was going to die in the swim and (laughs) the (laughs) panic sets in in the open water swim, but I somehow pushed through and was terrified the whole race and crossed the finish line and signed up for half Ironman. So, um, you know, Ironman is still out there one day, not quite yet, but (laughs) that's so funny. You never know. It'll one, one year, you know, it's nothing I've done yet, but I have a feeling sometime in the next couple decades, I'll get out there too. Self-efficacy is just the single greatest thing when it comes to challenging yourself. And so, for so many of you who don't think you can do something, I was the same way, by the way. My first triathlon, Central Park Triathlon, I didn't own a bike. I could not swim one lap of the pool. And if you read my triathlon book, my first one, the swim was six laps of the pool in a pool in Central Park, right, in Harlem. And luckily, uh, I swam one lap and I was done. I had nothing left. And <laughs> I stepped down and I realized the pool was four feet deep the entire way across. I look at the guy next to me who was adjusting his goggles and walking. So I pretended that like my goggles, I kept adjusting. So I ran the entire swim. <laughs> All right. And then 26 Ironmans later. But what, what Dr. Stewart's talking about is when you take a challenge on that, that scares you. And I love that quote, right? If your goal doesn't scare you, it's not big enough. When you finish that, when you achieve it, it opens up the world to you, right? right? And we haven't even gotten in. So, you know, Dr. Stewart, let's talk about <laughs> your doctor part, yeah. right? <laughs> so we're talking about the physical, but the connection between achieving your fitness goals and then it, you know, translates over into everywhere, including your business. So tell people, you know, the two different things you're doing right now with the business side. I moved to Connecticut in 2008 to join my current practice, Norwalk Eye Care. We're now a four-doctor large location where I'm a partner. Yeah. So I've been there. This is my 12th year of seeing patients there. Wow. In 2015, um, my husband and I started Performance 2020, which is one of the only, probably now there's a few more, but at the time we were probably one of the only standalone sports and performance vision training centers in the country. So we work with athletes to improve eye-hand coordination, reaction, timing, anticipation, decision-making, overall athletic performance. So a little bit different than any of the training that's available to athletes. We go above and beyond strength and conditioning and sleep and nutrition. It's kind of the last frontier of training that's not really tapped into. That's so cool. And again, so full-time, you know, (laughs) optometrist. Then on the the side, it's not really on the side. (laughs) That's not really a side hustle. It's another hustle. And two kids, And two kids. And a husband that competes a lot in triathlons and then... I'm competing usually something throughout the year. Last year was a quiet year for me. I did two trail races and I did a time trial bike race. That was my next <laughs> foray into Again, another scares athletic. The heck, like that to me. And I, I've never done one. I will at some point. I'll try it. But that like, talk about pain. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was the most painful thing I've ever done. And you said you had no idea. No idea what know. I was doing. Yes. But, but you know, it was something a patient of mine for you know the last decade has been trying to get me out there into a cycling race. I said, you know, I don't want to do any crit racing and I, I, I'm a little scared of that. But I said, you know what? You're ready. I, I, you're right. I'm ready. Let's do, I'll do a time trial. So signed up for one in Rhode Island, the New England time trial championships and caravan my family up there and didn't really know what to expect. Just figured I would go as hard as I could for 20K. And that's exactly what I did. And it, yes, it was very painful. But <laughs> <laughs> again, not something you enjoy while you're doing it. And the whole time thinking, why am I out here? There's a lot better ways to spend a beautiful <laughs> right. summer day. Right. But you know, the minute I crossed the finish line, again, feeling very accomplished and 
and just excited to do something else. And it's been a great lesson for my kids too, you know, with my kids seeing so us try that. a million different things. And, you know, especially my son is seven, so he's trying to figure out sports and we're, you know, kind of exposing him to different things and it's intimidating. And I said, you know, do you think I was scared when you came up to that race with me? And he said, no. I said, absolutely. I was terrified. You know, I've never done this. I didn't really know what to expect. I didn't know what I was doing, but I brought myself out there. I got up there, towed the line and went as hard as I could and finished and did as well as I could expect. And, you know, it really felt accomplished. So he remembers that and he brings that up too. And he said, yeah, you know, I'll try something just like you tried that bike race. So I think for us competing, not only is it great for us mentally and physically, but I think it gives our boys something to look up to and, you know, they've grown up with us racing. So it's been, it's our lifestyle. Working out is not optional for us. It's something we do every day and it's part of how our family operates. So I think that gives them really good ways to look and see all the hard work that goes into it. We work very hard, both athletically and professionally, but I hope that I'm, you know, giving my sons good role models, both as a parent, as a woman, as a business owner, and as an athlete. See, I love that. And if you've noticed, we haven't talked about weight loss. And I love that. And whenever I say that, I always preface it by saying, (laughs) of course, we want to be a healthy weight. And yes, that's a goal of people is to lose weight and stuff. But that is not the be all end all. That's not how you judge your fitness program. That's not. And I love that you brought that up. And that's, again, why I wanted to have you on, because I'm going to say I have two boys as well. And they are my why. You know, and that's, and before it was vanity and it was my business and, you know, obviously it's my career, but what Dr. Stewart just said, like, that is exactly what motivates me. Everything, the, 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 the eating, the, the, how I react, you know, if someone cuts me off in the car, it's all connected. Right. And when people talk about, you know, obesity and kids and nutrition and we got to teach them, you know, yes, but it starts at home. Absolutely. Okay. Right. And we're the, we're the, our kids want to be like us, you know, they're not going to eat. I tell the story all the time, (laughs) Jen, that like, you know, I used to have my son on my lap and I'd be eating, you know, peeling my hard boiled eggs. (laughs) And like the 30th time he's sitting and he was probably two at the time. He said, can I have some, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and I love that you said that. And it's about being that role model. So exercise and challenging ourselves and, and pushing our limits. It's for bunch of different things. And, you know, they've grown up watching us work out in the morning. My younger son sometimes gets up with me at five o'clock in the morning. And, but he sits down and watches TV while I'm biking, or if I'm lifting, he's watching and they're always watching and they really have grown up watching us work out. So they're used to it. They wake up and say, oh, are you lifting today? Are you running? Right. Are you biking? Right. Are you going to mats? So yeah. it, they're, they expect it and they know. So it's just part of our daily routine. Right. And they're exactly, they, yeah. the kids know what they know. Yep. And they don't know what they don't no. know, right? Wait a minute, though. Yeah. It's not like the Peloton commercial, Jen, where like <laughs> you get up and like you're in, in the forest with no. your glass thing and everyone's no. asleep. Because no. <laughs> no, not that's quite. Not it's not the Not way real life. <laughs> not real I, life my, at all. my son was home last week with the flu and I biked and watched Toy Story 3. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a great commercial. Yes. That's the real one. That's right? real life. So, yes. but, but, you know, they're used to it and they enjoy it they ask if when they can lift weights you know they they I watch them and I can hear them while I'm lifting sometimes I hear them you know mimicking and and doing their own workout so they've grown up watching triathlons I mean my older son was eight months old when we went to Kona for the world championship so that was his first flight was going to Kona my boys too yeah I mean it's pretty awesome (laughs) and amazing and you know I said he uh, here I am pushing him on the Queen K highway in a stroller and yeah, but that's been their whole life, and they're used to watching races. Uh, you know, whenever we go, people always remark of how well behaved they are at races, right. and they said they're so used to it, and right. they love it. They love watching. You know, I hope one day that they get out there, but there's no pressure. But you know, I think they just see that we're very active, and right. it doesn't just stop in the morning when we when we're done working out. We hike, we go to the beach a lot. They've started riding a little bit. Um, my mother-in-law has horses, so they've been starting to ride. They play soccer. They swim. We're just an active family. But there's no talk of weight loss in our house. There's really no talk of nutrition. We eat well. Yeah. We eat a balanced diet. Everything yeah. in moderation. But yeah. they see how we act, and that's you know, right. They grow up the same way. It's not about deprivation. No. It's you know I tell people 
don't focus on what you can't have. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many really good options that you can, right? And that's unfortunate that people want to make it more complicated than it is. Right. And that sells books, right? right? And all that kind of stuff. But, you know, that's exactly what more people have to do is just look at it that way. And it's all connected in that just kind of amazingly unique way. So, and let's talk about, so you're super busy. You already talked about, you know, working out at home. You got your trainer. So you're doing a little of everything, right? And as you said, it's, it's more about being active. And, you know, I always say people, if you want to go to the gym five times a week, that's awesome. But true health and fitness comes from what you do outside that, mm-hmm. right? And just being active. So what's your advice to people who, you know, the mother out there who, you know, is is just trying to figure out how to do it, how to do it all? It, like anything, it has to be scheduled. So, right. you know, I think for me, I'm a morning person. I work out better in the morning. If I don't do it first thing, it's very challenging. I used to work out in the evening before I had kids. But for me, I think setting aside a time that is, non-negotiable. You know, at five o'clock, I'm working out no matter who's awake or what has to be done. I get it done first. And then I feel better. My day is much smoother. I'm a better person. So I think scheduling it in is so key. And, you know, you hear that all the time, but it really works. And in our house, you know, that workouts kind of come first in the morning and that's what we do. And I don't miss a workout ever. So I think making the time and, and just figuring out what you like to do and I think every year the big joke still going on, even though it's the end of January, is what's going to be next this year. And just finding something that you're passionate about and that is not a grind and that you enjoy. And for me, that's been a million different sports, but I get bored easily. So I I like to switch it up and, you know, I never know what I'm going to do that week. But, you know, I lift three to four times a week. I bike, I swim, I run, I, you know, go for walks with my friends. Some days I say, you know what, let's just go for a walk or go for a run, hike. Um, So I think just finding something that you like to do and that motivates you to get up and get out there, whatever it is, and just be moving. And um, even just for 15 minutes, you know, there's some days I don't even want to get up and do it. And I said, okay, just get up, get dressed. And if after 10 minutes, you don't feel like doing it, you could stop. I've never stopped because once you're out there and once you're moving, there's no way you're going to stop. But taking that first step is the hardest and just getting yourself up and moving. I have my cup of coffee before I go and hopefully it's quiet at that point. I, you know, I, I do some reading. Sometimes I just sit and I have, you know, do some meditation or just some quiet thinking and kind of set my, the tone for the day before I work out. But I think for anybody just setting aside that time and, you know, we're really, really good at saying we don't have time to do things. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I have, uh, other than my two practices, I have a consulting business, I do speaking, um, I do a lot of writing. So I think for me, I prioritize working out because the rest of the day I know is going to be insane. But I have that hour to two hours in the morning where that's all I'm doing. And there are two things you said I want to hit on as we slowly wrap this up. And, and it's so important. And and again, one of the main of many reasons I wanted to have you on is you said you're a better person as a result. And when I was a trainer, you know, I'd have the women and there was always that guilt. There was always that guilt. And they'd say, you just tell, or they'd say it out loud, or you could tell, or both that I'm taking time away, especially women who had just had the young ones. And you're a better person because you exercise, right? Your kids, I always say your kids want you to. Absolutely. (laughs) When your kids are old enough, and my wife, you know, when, you know, like when you're um, tapering for a race and you're doing less exercise. You're cranky. (laughs) Cranky. So, so, and I want to say, Jen was talking about that you just do 15 minutes and you just start, I'm that way too now, where like I'll say, I don't want to go for like, it's crazy. There's days that I'm just like, I don't want to do that longer workout. And I'll say, I'm just going to go do... 10 minutes, as Jen's saying, and inevitably you never stop never, at 10. Never, But that is, is so, again, the, the, the quote-unquote secrets we, that we hear about and whatever and that you dismiss, the people who are listening, are actually the trick. So, so you know, when you tell yourself psychologically, I'm just going to go do 10 minutes, that's, that's manageable. I'm yeah. going to get up, you know, and inevitably because it feels so good, the hormones and all that stuff, you never, <laughs> and I love that you said never because you never cut it short. No, no. You never. No. Even have, today when my yeah. when my co- computer wasn't working for my bike, yeah. you know, I was 20 minutes in and I said, well, no, I have to keep going, so I'll do something else. So right. I could have stopped, but I said, no, I'll switch and do a swim workout on our swim trainer. Right. But same thing, you know, when I work out early morning and lift, I think lifting can be very difficult first thing in the morning because yeah. your body's not warmed up and you're not feeling it. But 
I said, okay, I'll go and stretch. I do a lot of mobility work. I do a lot of foam rolling and I just do a, kind of a long warm up. And I think that really gets me going and, and it goes quickly. Um, right. I mean, we go to bed early. I make that a priority too. You know what? I love to spend another hour watching Netflix. Yeah. Absolutely. But you know, I know exactly what time I need to go to bed right. to make the next day good and to make sure I get up and, yeah. um, you know, I, I power down my computer. I really don't check email after a certain point. We do watch TV, but I try and kind of have a relaxing night so that I'm not keyed up trying to fall asleep because that makes the morning much more difficult. See, now you're making me feel bad about myself. Because <laughs> <laughs> there are two things I don't do well at all. I do not get enough sleep, and I don't drink enough water. Uh, yeah. <laughs> not even close not on even. either front. And I'm working on it, but yeah. Um, and that's, you know, the, you're doing, you're hitting everything right. But to do everything, that's the difference too, right? To do everything you're doing, you have to do all the little things. Yes. You have to do all the little things right. consistently. Excessive moderation that I talk about all the time. So when's the Iron Man? <laughs> I don't, <laughs> Let's put it out depends right on here the now. moment. <laughs> I know. My husband said, oh, no, don't say anything on air. <laughs> don't, don't put out a goal that you can't back up. So I said, what do you think my goal should be? And he's very, very, very good to me where anything crazy that I come up with, he says, sure, I think you could do that. And, you know, with half Ironmans, that was for me, a crazy, absolutely crazy goal. But, you know, the time trial was a crazy goal last year. And, you know, I, I've, I've got a few things that I want to do and I just have to decide what's going to motivate me the most. I know I can do all of them, but it's just deciding where I want to put my energy, my time, and right. what's going to give me kind of the most satisfaction, um, you know, what workouts really make me happy. And I think I've learned that I don't have to do things I don't want to do. And, you know, I think <laughs> it's hard to, you know, I said I did a marathon and I actually thought I would do another one, um, you know, last year and it just wasn't the right time. And I did a couple long runs and I went out there and came home and said, you know, I just don't feel it. And I'm not feeling this energy of going out and doing, you know, a three, four hour run. I'm not excited about doing it. And, you know, I kind of looked at my husband and said, I don't think this is the year to do it. And I just didn't push and I didn't want to push and get injured and dread waking up and doing my workout. So I said, you know, I think I'm really interested in biking this year and kind of switched my whole workout plan and my goals. But, you know, I think the other key is just not punishing yourself by working out and not making it this horrible thing to go out and do these things. And, you know, there's so many sports and types of things you can do and not feeling that because everyone you know is doing a marathon right. or everyone I know is doing an Ironman, that that's something I have to do. And it would be great to do it, but it just not might not be the right time. So, you know, finding something that gets you out of bed at five o'clock in the morning and, right. and that you look forward to getting out there and doing. And it, I love, it's such a great way to kind of bring it all together is that um, there's no failure, right? No. You know, and listen, I had one <laughs> client for years who I would train him for Ironman and he just, he wouldn't do it. <laughs> and he used to feel bad about himself. And I'd say, listen, you're training. Yeah. Like that's the party, yeah. right? And Absolutely. so, you know, if, and listen, again, I was running for a really long time and then kind of, you know, sw we switch it up yeah. because we get mentally fatigued. Yeah. And, you know, that's a problem is so many people find, they go, oh, they, they love spinning, let's say, yeah. and they do it to death. Yeah. And then they hate it. They're done. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so the great news is that if, and when you mix it up together, and I would say, I'm not a triathlete. Right. I'm someone who is like you, ADD, yeah. with, yeah. The, with the activity, yeah. I get so bored. Yep. I mean, if you see me in the gym, I'm not doing three sets. I'm doing yeah. one set and I'm doing something else. People say, can I work in? I go, take it. I'm, sure. never, I'm not working <laughs> I might with not you. come back. <laughs> no, I'm not coming back. <laughs> so, you know, you can pivot and you have to be ready to pivot. And so you may train for an event and you go, you know, I'm not ready for it now or I don't want to do it, but you right. trained. And that's not, I, I hate the word failure. It's right. just, it's learning, right? right? And we are too tough on ourselves. And it goes with eating too. Like people go, oh, since I ate a, a crappy breakfast, then the whole day's ruined. Right. And no. we take that philosophy or that, you know, towards everything. Right. And that's not okay. Right. So there is no failure and just keep trying different things. And so I love it. And again, the takeaway from this is there's so many, but oh, challenge yourself, right? Go outside the comfort zone and go, you go outside the comfort zone where you can, right? In other words, where where you're kind of comfortable going right. uncomfortable, right. right? Setting kind of realistic goals about what's realistic in your life at that time. And, yeah. you know, I know I would love to do an Ironman, but right now I don't have the time. Right. And I think it would, other things would have to be sacrificed for that. And it, it's just not the right time in my life for that. So I said, you know, what could I do that I could compete in right. in a shorter amount of time, whether it be time trials or 
getting back into sprint triathlons, aqua bike, really kind of focusing on swimming and cycling, doing more weightlifting, really feeling as fit as I possibly can and enjoying that part of a different type of workout, but being able to do that and not say, well, oh, I have to go for a 20 mile run, so I can't lift. So kind of figuring out how it all fits in and how it fits in in my life, my family's life, and but doing things I enjoy and that I schedule and make sure I get them done. So again, if if she, if Dr. Stewart isn't someone to just inspire you, there, there's something you're thinking about. <laughs> there's something you're thinking about, right? People who are listening and say, I- I've always wanted to do that, but you're scared to go take that group cycling class or you're scared to go, you know, do that 5K walk or whatever it is. And what you will learn is there is such power in achieving that, in going. And I always say, you know what, there's something about (laughs) when we put ourselves through the suffering, when it's chosen suffering, you know, you learn that you're tough. You learn that you can, the resiliency and all that kind of grit, you know, these great books. And that's that's what life's about. When we don't challenge ourselves and, you know, self-efficacy, you don't think you can do so many different right. things, right? And so when you go outside that comfort zone and you achieve something and it gets addictive, people always, oh, yeah. you know, right? That's I mean, the danger. I think that's yeah. the big warning is that right. it doesn't just stop at one. You know, I did that one sprint triathlon where I thought I would truly die and then cross the finish line. And, you know, as soon as I, as I'm coming up going, there's no way I'm ever doing this again. And that's, I think, how every triathlete starts. And, yeah. you know, I'm never doing this again. I cross the finish line. I'm, like, I'm going to do a half that's, Ironman. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's a ridiculous conversion, but that's how it happens. And it's just that addiction to, you know, feeling good about doing something and kind of looking back and saying, wow, you know, I did 70.3 miles of swim, swim, bike and run. And, you know, a year ago, I couldn't swim one lap in the pool and, Really just, I think, being proud of what you accomplished and setting, you know, I'm a goal setter, I'm a numbers person. So, you know, setting these goals and kind of ticking them off and that translates to life as well. And, you know, I, I do a lot of speaking and media stuff now where probably three years ago, I couldn't imagine doing it. And, right. you know, being up in front of a crowd of a hundred people and speaking was terrifying. And now I can't wait to be out there. Oh, to that. it's addicting. <laughs> yeah. And just doing, you know, doing yeah. something like this or being yeah. on, you know, doing a lot of media work where it's terrifying, but if you can do, you know, one thing, then there's no reason you can do the rest of it. Right. And it's, uh, we'll leave you with this, everybody. It's scary for everybody. <laughs> you know, I tell a story, final story then is uh, my first Ironman, again, didn't own a bike, going to New Zealand, couldn't swim lap. I mean, there was no, I had no business doing this Ironman. And um, <laughs> you, you might even be too young, Rock Fry and Paul Huddle, right? Two of the greatest coaches back in the day. Happened to be, I didn't even know who they were. So I was in a bike shop. Someone said, oh, you're doing an Ironman in New Zealand in six weeks. Rock Fry and Paul Hutter are going to be in town. They're going to do a one-day seminar. You should do it. I said, okay. I don't know who they are, but I'll do it. <laughs> they were, you know, the preeminent coaches at the time. Long story short, swim, bike, run. They coached us for all of it. We're in the pool. They had a video camera underwater. And for everyone else, and they're like, okay, you know, work on your reach, you know, catch, all the stuff. They're giving pointers. <laughs> I do my two laps of the pool, and there's just a pregnant pause. I have this on VHS tape still <laughs> to this day. And Rock Fry said, okay, Tom, you've got an Ironman in six weeks in New Zealand. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> and looking back years later, it was the greatest. He didn't, he could there was nothing he could have said nope. <laughs> that wouldn't have freaked me out. There was no advice. But it was like, you know, it was one of the greatest experiences, right? Because... <laughs> I finished and you can finish and the goals you set for yourself and all you people out there who have kids and are trying to find your why. And we'll go back. You're probably not going to ride horses and you're probably (laughs) not going to do an Ironman. You're probably not going to do a time trial bike ride, but you can if you want all that stuff. But you can get up 10 minutes earlier. Yep, absolutely. Get up 10 minutes earlier. You're going to feel better. It leads to so many other things. Um, get up five minutes. Do a set of push-ups, stretch. Start your day that way. And, you know, we'll do a whole show on why you should exercise in the morning. Um, so many different reasons. But um, it, you can set your clock for 10 minutes earlier. And it leads to so many great things. So which Iron Man did you say? You know? <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know? I'm not putting that out there. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. And you no. know what? I know how much just about every anyone else, Jen, I would force them. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but because you are so ridiculously busy, <laughs> like, but that's, you know, pick your battles, everybody, too. You know, there are no small steps, right? And 
you know, again, everyone was a beginner at some time. Everyone was scared at some time. And but continue to be it. scared. So yes, <laughs> yes. That's the yeah. scary thing, yeah. right? I mean, I realized that I wasn't training as hard for Ironmans because I needed to make it harder in yeah. some convoluted way. Because And then you go, oh, I can do this. And you're on to the next thing. So just challenge yourself and just, you know, we all have the uh, ability to to do what, what, what we think we can. Right. Absolutely. I mean, if you look back at yourself, even though you were doing all that stuff back then, you would never. Think, oh, my gosh. No, right? I would never have thought I could run a 5K. Yeah. Never. never in high school, even in college, would I have even thought that in my 20s I'd run a 5K, right. let alone do you know, the laundry list of things I've done. Right. So, and and now, continue to do. Who knows what, what this well, year. That's exactly what I was going to yeah. say. Five yeah. years from now, we're going to no have idea. you back well, on. Yes, we'll do. <laughs> She'll be a professional triathlete, yeah. you know, at the Iron <laughs> Yes, but just, you know, set goals for yourself, put be it on the calendar, be accountable. And you know what? That's the other great thing, by the way. Uh, final thing. I know I've said that a couple of <laughs> times. Too much good stuff. When you have a goal, like Dr. Stewart's talking about, then your workouts have purpose. Okay, that's another huge reason we set these goals for ourselves when you're in the fitness industry is because we get bored too, <laughs> and we need a reason to go down and work out, right? And so when you have an event like a charity walk or a bike ride or anything like that, it gives your workouts purpose, and that makes it exponentially easier to to do it. So thank you so much. I mean, where did you have the time today? <laughs> Wait, you know, she probably has patience. Yeah. She's a doctor, right? She's like, I'll be right back. I'm Are working out as we're talking. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> we're doing this on a treadmill. Yeah. That would have been you know what? super efficient yeah, next time. That we've talked about doing that it that way. That would have been very efficient. <laughs> Just low intensity, right? Low no, intensity. No speed work. Um, well, thank you so much. Thank uh, you for having me. And no, no, nothing on the calendar that you can talk nothing about? Nothing yet. You know, it, this, I was thinking about it today, what I want to do and you know i've been kind of dabbling between doing um a lot of swimming and biking and weightlifting and trying to figure out where that's going to take me this summer but yeah. nothing on the calendar yet but that does not mean that there won't be any just right. haven't signed up for anything yet right right and where uh social media i have uh, at performance 2020 yeah and jennifer stewart od and awesome. it's both on Instagram. Awesome, awesome. So go there. And again, check out my Instagram page. You will see a little clip with her and uh, put a face to the, <laughs> to the powerlifting <laughs> slash, you know, time trialing <laughs> optometrist, which is just awesome. Well, thank you so much. And again, everybody, just, just get excited to push your limits and know that you are no less than anyone else. And you can achieve so much more than you think you can, right? Excellent. Well, thank you again. Have a great day. Thank you for having me. All right. Talk soon. Thank Thanks. you. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually 
in person and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. And we are back. I want to thank one final time, Dr. Jennifer Stewart, for making the time coming here and hopefully inspiring some of you people. Some of you who are so busy, the mothers, even the father, it doesn't have to be just a female thing, but we're all busy and we all have comfort zones and you just have to figure out what works for you. There is no one way. And that's why I bring on all of these different guests to show you all of the different ways that you can get to your goals and set your goals. Because that is one of the major issues with exercise and nutrition, and everyone speaks of the one way. It's one of the favorite things when I interviewed Matt Fitzgerald, and if you haven't heard that show, listen to it, do, Diet Cults, when he talks about the one way, there is no one way. There's science, and that's why I do those shows, science. And then you take the science, and you figure out your way. And Jen Ellison, so surprising. And that's, that's what she's so, when I first heard her story, so intriguing. Because again, she doesn't look like someone who would do all the different things she does, sports-wise. And it's, it's about getting outside that comfort zone. And when you do that, that's where self-efficacy, as I talked about, happens. Confidence. And it affects everything in your life in a positive way. So thank you again. Thank you for listening. And... If you have not rated the show, that is your homework as soon as this is over. Just rate my show. I would really appreciate it. really helps. Uh, I love the comments. If you have, you know, some comments, some thoughts, some shows you want, covered topics, I read them. We do listener mailbag shows. So please leave that along with any comments and criticisms you have. I'll take it. And I appreciate everything. I appreciate you listening to the show. Please tell your friends, share it away. And Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I say at the end of every show just about, I, I absolutely love what I do. I will be doing it until I die. And hopefully that's like 117 years old. And I will be running and lifting weights and doing that as well. And, and that's, as I've said in so many other podcasts, my number one uh, claim to fame and, and thing I'm proud of is being injury free from following the excessive moderation. Uh, philosophy that I have. All right. So again, thank you for listening. Please rate the show. Please comment if you can. And thank you. Fitness Disrupted is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a 
day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.